Hello and welcome to episode 55 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me, they've been tearing me asunder for too long, Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. How are you both? Never positive these, are they? Well... Never put the never positive. You don't take any of the positive lyrics from any of these. You just always go for the negative. I've always just liked that saying, tearing me asunder. I know. Well, to speak volumes, great. I, well, I'm sorry. And uh, what's the what's the opposite of, be, of asunder? <laughs> I don't, I'll be honest, guys. I don't even know what it means, but I just like I just like <laughs> the little phrase. Um, but there you go. Uh, you guys okay? Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Very, very good, yeah, very good. And last week we had our friends ranking the Beatles on. We call them ranking the Beatles, which is what their podcast called, but Jonathan and Julia with us. Uh, But this week we have another very special guest. And you know, it's very core. El Vanilo is just a place where friends chat, isn't it? It sounds like some kind of dating app or something. Come on. (laughs) But but we have our friend. We have our friend, friend Dan with us. And Dan, nice to it's see you. It's a pleasure How are you? to be on. I've been watching the, um, <laughs> the well, watching the podcast. I've been watching news. I've been listening to the podcast. <laughs> no. Have you been but stalking I, um, us, Dan? I've been um, <laughs> listening since episode one. <laughs> so I'm absolutely uh, buzzing to be here. I'm the, original, I'm the original Vanilho. Amazing. <laughs> yeah that's it I, that, I was nice. remembering that that's Dan, true. Dan actually came up with that yeah, term I've noticed you've changed you it know, that's where that came from those, so well, you know whatever. Whatever. yeah I mean uh. <laughs> well I just I just felt a bit <laughs> uncomfortable calling people hoes that I didn't know <laughs> I just got a bit <laughs> but, but you know but yeah yeah it's good to see you though and you're kind of like I mean Ad, you are like one of Adam's longest, bestest friends, right? That is, would you consider yourself that Adam's looking like yeah. he feels a bit awkward about this? But yeah, but, Adam, but that's go that's right, right? We go way back. He's in. He, he's <laughs> like my. Uh, you're in my, my, the same my WhatsApp as me, and we're like the OG mates. That's the chat. So yeah, we bonded over fancying the same girls in school oh, and playing Xbox 360. So, <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. I don't I think we wouldn't have one. a friendship if not for the Xbox. I think that's how, how but, it goes. Right, yeah. before and I'm Beatles rock band. That's where, that's where we uh, really connected. And Beatles rock band, absolutely. That's it. And, and Adam has t- talked about you as someone who showed him some of his, his early musical taste you know the oh. Beatles it was all down to you Dan um I don't know it was there was other stuff happening but I can't remember the but the rock band game was a peak a peak moment oh yeah the Wombats that's it and we went to bed a casino together didn't we Ad and that's where we oh sorry I don't talk about it often yeah but we we loved everything didn't we apart from news no it's not yeah, it was great. Well, I liked Muse. I wanted to see Muse. So the story goes, I, I really wanted to see Muse because I quite like Muse. I'm, you know, it's a bit heavy. I, I quite enjoy it. 
And before Muse, I could hear Muse was going on, but we were on another part of the campsite, all taking pictures, which was fine. But I was getting a little bit antsy, like, uh, Muse is on, guys. Well, we're missing Knights of Sidonia here, come on. <laughs> we're missing, like, supermassive black hole. And then by the time we actually wander over to where Muse were playing, they were doing some weird instrumental thing. And, uh, and Dan and this other lad we'd met called, called Dan were just standing there oh, and they were like, boring. This is boring. <laughs> <laughs> so we we promptly we promptly left. <laughs> um, we never. I can't believe I'm five minutes into a which is fine and I've just like got to tell the story where I'm slating yep. one of the biggest fans in Britain. <laughs> Pretty much. Hey, well, Dan, as you know, that's what happens on this podcast. You know, no, no one, no one is uh, gets out alive. Neil Young is the one that still hurts me. To be honest, no one but, is uh, safe. You know, yeah. <laughs> no one is safe, but uh, except for Taylor Swift, according to Grace. Absolutely, I mean. according to you, Matt, yeah. as well. <laughs> well, well, you know, we have a love-hate relationship. Don't get the high. Yeah, <laughs> don't you think? I would have loved to have been there for when Muse played "Nights in Sidonia." I'm not a big Muse fan, but that's just a boss bit of music. Like, but. You know, I, w- I wouldn't know. But it w- <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. But someone oh, no. shout, but someone shout out, boring in the middle of it would def would definitely ruin it. <laughs> to be fair, nice side only like I don't know whether we'd missed it or whether it was played later, but they weren't doing that. So I don't know what they were doing, but it was some weird like two to ten. Two, two, it was two ten, ten to ten twenty minutes. Two to ten. Of, like <laughs> it was like um, two to ten. One <laughs> bit like they had like, one note ten. played for like the whole time on a keyboard. And we were just like, what is going on? I think we'd had a bit too much to drink as well at yeah. the time, I'm afraid. It was boring. But I started booing Amazing. them. I can't believe it. I can't <laughs> believe it. it. To be fair, it was boring. It was the type of music, Matt, that you listened to. <laughs> so funny. Incredible. Uh, no, that's good. That That's good. And you know, we haven't had enough of Adam going to Barcelona to a music oh, festival. Sorry, so it's been a while sorry. since we've heard about that, to be honest. But there you go. I don't, I don't bring it up that often. Yeah. <laughs> and and Dan, we we have um I I remember listening to the Wombats with you in a car on it. We did like some summer um conference stuff together where we were volunteering and doing some kids groups like probably about ten years ago, and um we we just had a, a great time. But I remember falling out about um which cheese we were going to buy for the week, <laughs> and uh. And you wanted Edam, and that really no, upset you didn't me because it was the most basic of cheeses. And that, that was the point. That, um, that is not but the most basic of well, cheeses. Yeah, that's because it's it was basic. It from a cheese toasties. Well, I wasn't and happy. I said, "Get Edam," and he come back from the shop and said, "No, I didn't get Edam." <laughs> I said, "Well, why not?" He said, "I didn't want him. <laughs> I was like, "Well," and we were we fell out over the whole week. Well, we didn't, didn't want, but, you know. <laughs> 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 no, it wasn't. It wasn't like a serious fallout, but it was like an undertone of can't believe well, what you didn't get. What cheese did you cheese. get? I got I got some cheddar and oh, I got some Stilton and I got some brie. I think <laughs> so. I got a lot of cheese. You know and I just it didn't get the one done. It was the one. That's what it was. Was <laughs> <laughs> a meaner behind yeah. the Eden. Well, my well, my I principle was it's a bit of a non-tasting cheese, so. I was just going to say oh, cheddar's cheddar. the most basic. Cheddar's what? The most flavourful thing in the world. <laughs> but a mature... Cheddar's what you give to children. No, but a mature cheddar is is nicer than a... Oh, right. You know. Okay. 
I don't want to be that guy, but, but in that I moment I was it. that guy. Well, and you know, no, no, apologies. I carried them on never. for five days straight. So I'm also in the wrong match. Yeah. <laughs> was that the same week? Yeah. When we listened to the wombats in the I, car, was that the same week we were in a car crash? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My first ever car, I mean, first and last ever car crash was with Dan in a set. <laughs> In like a seventy a seventy mile an hour <laughs> crash, and uh, that was crazy, wasn't it, Dan? Just a big, a big Just boy crash. Just trying to enjoy some wombats. Uh, every, uh, I have people first. That's wow. it. I did. Who's I did on the way it? back. I remember <laughs> it wasn't ours. I can tell you. Matt, Matt was driving. Insurance heads. <laughs> Matt, Matt, there was not one. Like it wasn't. <laughs> so it was like a. It was like a. We were in like a bit of a four car convoy. And we were like the second car, I think. And we were on an A road coming to a roundabout where everyone has to kind of like slow down. And um, we, like everyone ends up having to slam on for some reason. So Matt slammed on. And I thought, oh, wow, that was close. And then like two seconds later, we just see it in the weird mirror. I don't know whether <laughs> it's me or you who made the noise, but I remember one of us just going, whoa, like that. And uh, and then we got hit in the back. Yeah. I think I made that noise. It's, it's, I, my point of view, Grace, is that we all slammed on, but one person didn't. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna call that out, you know. And that one person who didn't, you know, wow. they you took out them. everyone. Wow. But uh, that that's it. That's it. <laughs> Dan's got a lot more grace about this than I do. I tell you. Now. still <laughs> but I remember on the way back um, like me and Dan were going back again I just remember Dan with a pack of sausage rolls right <laughs> listening to the wombats and that's all they needed was a pack of sausage rolls <laughs> that had been that no one had eaten the week and so we needed to get rid of it's and the wombats yeah. and we had a great time great journey so back from North Wales well, it's well. It was that weekend. It turns out it wasn't. Oh. But um, we did. We did still drive it. But um, it turned out that the suspension had snapped in the middle, so the front and the back of the car weren't connected. So, um, wow. or something like that. I don't know. Sounds yeah. fine. Or maybe like the right and the left side of the car weren't connected. Just like absolutely. It's this little banger. Do you know what I mean? Back time. in the day, Matt. I would say that was the time so that you. you Stop being Adam's brother, and you were Mac. You were then Matt Courtney to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> Special Watershed. moment. Special moment. Yeah. What Watershed a beautiful time moment. this is. I know. And and Grace and Dad, you guys know each other. You did, you went to the yeah. same church for a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like. Same house group. I just kind of the acted like I went to the together. church. Because you go into the, the church group. that Adam goes to now. Great. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's been my church for years. And it was just whilst I was over at uni. Grace is back. She was that's backslidden. Don't let anyone that's tell you anything. She, she turned away. <laughs> Pretty sure you... Um, but yeah, so while I was at uni, I just hopped on your little yeah. house group church. Start. You were there for like a year though, yeah. Yeah, it started in that guy's Andy. flat. Ah. <laughs> Andy. 
Santi's flat. <laughs> Grace definitely put her heart and soul into <laughs> that, that like guy's flat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was great. It so, great. like, no great. one really knew anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> even for, like, a year, I didn't really know you that well, Grace. And then, and then you just turned out to be one of Adam's no. best friends. Small world. Come on, what a beautiful story. And here we are. It's beautiful. <laughs> the, <laughs> <laughs> the guy and here we and here we are all I the podcast. I don't want to be I don't want to be big Evan and say I'm the connection <laughs> between everyone. Not the catalyst though. That's other people have that. Well, I think wow. You're like the glue that holds us all together, Adam. Well, the glue. The atoms well, that can't be like broken. <laughs> you know. That is you. Well, guys, we're not here to talk about. 2005 or whatever year it was that we're now talking about. It wasn't 2005. It was probably only five years ago. But um, we're here to talk about 1985 because we're going to talk about Hounds of Love uh, by Kate Bush. And I can't wait to talk about this album. Absolutely cannot wait. But before we get there, um, Adam's going to give us a little bit of history of 1985. A little bit. Over to you, Adam. Let's do it. I'll be honest. Every time we do, and we don't do much of the 80s, but every time we do the 80s, I'm always reminded, what a crazy year, or crazy decade, rather, it, it seems to be. A lot happens in the 80s um, around the world, mostly in America. I feel like the 80s is America's decade. They really just kind of exploded. Um, and kicking off, 1985 facts, uh, New Coke. So uh, in April of 85, Coke introduced New Coke, uh, which was a sweeter version of the then 99-year-old popular soft drink. So they'd got to 99 years and thought, let's mess around with it. Let's, let's change it up because, you know, it's worked too well this this far. Why not make it different? Um, and though it proved more popular in a lot of taste tests, people thought it was, like, sweeter and stuff, uh, fans of the drink uh, protested. They weren't happy about it. And Coke made a, a shocking U-turn um, after just three months announcing it would return to the old formula, which they rebranded as Coca-Cola Classic. Uh, and New Coke very quickly disappeared. Um, and the 80s were dominated by the Cola Wars. You ever heard of the Cola Wars? Yeah. So Coke and Pepsi just going at it. And like there were so many taste tests and advertisements and stuff, and Pepsi were like, ours is better. Which I think Pepsi were. I don't know who won it, but Pepsi had Michael Jackson and I think were better in the taste him. tests. <laughs> yeah, they set fire to him. Yeah, that's true. Which probably changed his life dramatically, <laughs> um, and set it on a course that hey, was not great. Can we go to um, first of all, Coke or Pepsi? I am a Coke, but Grace, you said you were Pepsi last time. We've done this before, right? Yeah, uh, but <sighs> this... yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sweeter. It's better. I feel like it gives me more energy. It's all a placebo, <laughs> but I... I enjoy it. <clears throat> um, what about you, Dan? I think this is like one of my own popular opinions. Uh, I don't think it matters. And and <laughs> you know what? Everyone's got an opinion oh, on it. And I really don't. And I'm, it's the same with how I make tea. It doesn't matter how you make tea. But I'm just gonna say, put that there. Put that out there. Wow. Wow. Anyway. So so you'll you'll just have it anyway. You know, you'll have Pepsi, you'll have Coke, you'll have Diet, I, I you'll have Max, I don't see, I, whatever. Diet Coke, 
Pepsi Max. I mean, look, I do think they taste different, but my preference. <clears throat> see, I wouldn't be able to tell the taste at all. You could secretly oh, give I, me I, one I, and, I, and I, I, like, I make it a taste test. I'd have no idea. It all tastes the same. So do you just get a... Yeah, that's If you got a roller cola, would you tell the difference? I think that's different. That's... <laughs> I can't oh. know. <laughs> that's well, where Dad's line is drawn. <laughs> what about you Adam um, so I wonder whether this might be a bit of an overgeneralization I wonder whether the Pepsi thing is a is a Wirral thing because I would be in family in the Coke, Coke camp family in the Coke camp but over here so Libby and her family they're all Pepsi Pepsi all the way Grace your Pepsi all the way. My tastes are changing. I'm kind of more of a Pepsi. Because if you go now. somewhere, they don't have Coke, yeah. they have Pepsi. Is Pepsi so, all right? Yeah. Basically, because you don't have any restaurants that the rest of the world has. <laughs> well. So, it, it doesn't ruin my day if I have to have Pepsi. No, me neither. But I think I'd rather go for a Coke Zero, mm. personally. Brilliant. That's on my, my radar. Brilliant. There you go. Oh, good. Get the drinks in. Um, moving on from the Cola Wars to something a little more wholesome, which was Live Aid, Big Boy Concerts. So a series of rock concerts in cities including London, Philadelphia, Sydney, and Moscow, or Moscow, depending on how you say it, um, all to raise money for famine relief in Ethiopia, which is very important. Uh, the concerts used satellite links to kind of link them all together so I think they could talk to each other. Um, they also broadcast the concerts around the world. Um, it was organised by Bob Geldof and Major or Midge-Yo, however you want to say that. Um, yeah, just incredible. It was seen by billions around the world. I think the actual concerts were like 200,000 people um, altogether. Some big acts. So B.B. Uh, King, Bob Dylan, Duran Duran, Queen, Sir Paul, of course, uh, Hall & Oates, U2, Run DMC, the Beach Boys, I believe, played in Philadelphia. Did they actually? Um, just incredible lineups. And I think someone might need to fact check it. I think Phil Collins played two shows in one day. I think he did London and then he flew, I think by Concord, to like Philadelphia and did their one as well in the same day. He would do, wouldn't he? <laughs> he, he definitely do. did do that. That is the thing. Phil Collins, incredible. He could have just given that money <laughs> to Ethiopia, couldn't he? But no. <laughs> <laughs> You'd rather play two gigs in one day. Can't, can't hurry, love. <laughs> what he's about. <clears throat> Moving over to the east and a bit of a history lesson. Dan, you did history in uh, in the school that we went to, same week. So I'm hoping you'll pick up on some of these. Things. <laughs> it's straight out of a year ten, year eleven history lesson here. Uh, in Russia, <laughs> Mikhail Gorbachev replaces Chinenko as the leader of the USSR, and he ushered in his new domestic and foreign policies, um, which I believe, if I'm right, are called Perestroika and Glasnost. Listen, I got a D in history, mate. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I, um, no, I loved history, but I just was terrible Come at the on, exam, but I do not you. remember that at all. Sorry, Ad. <laughs> they sound like <laughs> Russian words, so I believe you. <laughs> 
I believe Glasnost was definitely one. I, I'm wondering whether I got Perestroika from uh, the Call of Duty. <laughs> that rings a bell. Which is what they used to call the bad <laughs> but I don't know. But um, <laughs> that rings a bell, doesn't it? <laughs> um, Glasnost is definitely one of them. Um, so, yeah, so it was an attempt to kind of salvage the crumbling communist bloc um, that really wasn't doing too well in the 80s. Um, he agrees to a bunch of nuclear disarmament deals uh, with the US. And by the 90s, his reforms kind of worked that well that basically the Soviet Union dissolves and the USSR is kind of no more. The Cold War is kind of over. Um, and, and yeah, it's just the end. Gorbachev kind of brings the end of the, the USSR, sort of by accident. Um, there's a great video of Gorbachev. He's still alive um, and he's sitting in a UN meeting and he's just asleep. Just this kind of like 80-year-old Russian fella just, just snoozing while this very important security council meeting or whatever's going on. It's just napping, um, which is great. I can't um, wait to get to that age but, where you can just fall asleep whenever you want. Just nap anyway. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> in video game news, in the US, the NES was released. It was already released in Japan in 1983 under, I believe, the Super Famicom. Um, but it was released in the US, and the NES is what it's got Mario, it's got Zelda, it's all your classics. It's what really brings video games to life. Brilliant. Um, over on home soil, bit of a sad one, bit of a downer this after video games. Riots in the UK, in Brixton and Liverpool, and some other places in London. Um, so I believe it was the Toxteth riots, yeah. um, close to where you live. Oh, and that is where they would have right gone. around the corner. Um, right I wasn't the corner. there. Um, no, no. Although you were about <laughs> fifty around the time. That... No. Too old to be writing. Too old to be writing. Too old to be writing. That's a. That's an album name. Write yeah, like that one. Post punk. Post punk. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was rioting in Brixton, and there were a lot of protests and, and riots against. A lot of racial prejudice, and especially by police and other establishment uh, things, because it seems that nothing has really changed um, since the 80s. Everything's still kind of going on, which is sad. Uh, we've not made that much progress, it seems. Um, but yeah, riots in the UK. If, you, if you've got the time, look up the Brixton riots and the uh, Toxteth riots, because they were very important watershed moments for a lot of communities, I think. Um, and Thatcher was no help, in fact. Course. was a big problem you know some would say the cause of it really but that's, yeah yeah maggie thatcher <laughs> anyway um on a more happy note back to the charity work um we are the world was released in my opinion one of the best songs to ever be written Um lionel richie playing a blinder along with michael jackson and uh oh what's his name can't remember his name the fellow who produced all of Michael Jackson's stuff. What's his name? Tony. Rashida Jones's father. Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones and, and Lionel Richie uh, and Michael Jackson all kind of get together and they pen this incredible song called We Are The World. And they uh, they bring along pretty much all the famous artists from the 80s. Um, and Bob Dylan. Yeah, Cindy Lauper's in there. <laughs> and Bob Dylan. <laughs> the funny video. I've talked about it before, but the hilarious We Are The World video, if you watch it, Bob Dylan is either stoned and bored, or just really bored and unimpressed. I don't think he's, he's bored. Hardly singing. I think he feels. Um, he's, he's not impressed. He's not impressed, but I think he feels out of it. You're not like actually out of it, but I mm. think 
he's with all these superstars and he's a bit awkward, like he can't do it anymore. It's a bit, you know what I mean? We've all been there, you know. It's, it's, well, <laughs> he's, he's, yeah. But he's he's sort of in his peak as well, again. Like, I not, know the 60s were big for Dylan, but do you not think the 80s No, he's gone, like he's gone by then. He hasn't had a hit in like 20 years by then. But I mean, he's still, I still, think, I still think people go, well, it's Dylan, isn't it? It'll be great. But then when he's there with Madonna or whatever, like, well, Madonna wasn't there, was she? But she's like Cindy Lauper or whatever, and they're like belting things. And like Stevie Wonder's just... So there's a video where Stevie Wonder sings Bob Dylan's melody back to him. And you can see that like Stevie Wonder does a better job singing his melody back to him than Bob Dylan does. And that's awkward. You know, it's like he knows he doesn't quite fit anymore. You know what I mean? I love Bob Dylan, but poor guy. It would be. Poor guy, man. It'd be super awkward. Especially the... And Ray Charles is on there. I think it was... Yeah, Ray, Ray Charles is on it. And I think that's incredible to hear Ray Charles uh, amongst was all these Macron very modern musicians. No, oh. it's mostly US because it's US for oh, the US world. So it's mostly... In fact, all US. Uh, yeah, US. Because Macron never did any of that stuff. He never like did any charity single stuff. No. Only that, no. You thought he'd just um, jump at it? Well, you could say Ooh. that it was because he wasn't getting paid for it. Maybe that's why. Uh, <laughs> really. What a mercenary. And I, and I love the man, but let's be honest. <laughs> what makes me go around? Money, money, money. Uh, speaking of, speaking of Macca and money, uh, in 85, Michael Jackson buys every single Beatles song for a whopping $47 million. Buys all them rights. I think they were in a, a recording session for um, one of the songs, probably Say, 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 that Paul McCartney did with Michael Jackson. And I think Michael Jackson turns around to him and goes, how much to buy all these songs? So this is what, so this is what happens, right? I know this one. So <laughs> Go on. Macca says, listen, Michael, I'm going to buy back my stuff because I can finally afford to buy it because everyone else has had it. Michael Jackson thinks, ah, that stuff's going to be make me loaded. I'm going to buy it. Can you get an impression? Can you get an impression of Michael? No. <laughs> I didn't think about it, but... I can't do it. Sorry, um, He thinks I'm going to have it. And so he buys it behind Macca's back. What? Macca still doesn't own his catalogue. Mad diner. Betrayal. Absolute Does he betrayal. not own it now? So, After Jacko died? So now they've come to the point where they're coming up for sale again. And I can't remember what happened, but last there was a lot of talk about it last year. But um, but yeah, absolute betrayal. So when you talk about Michael Jackson, <laughs> traitor, absolute traitor. But who who knew that he was? Someone had to sell him to him. Yeah, but they were coming up for sale. But but Maka was like keeping it secret, like the, you know, I don't know, I can't remember the story, but the, you know, the time was now to buy it. He was going to get in there. And Michael Jackson goes, well, I've got more money than Michael you. Jackson? See you later. It's worse it? It's in there before him. It's worse than worse. Just worse than So Macca still um, has never owned loads no of his car- uh, catalogue. And, you know, he's still looking to buy some of it. So there you go. Oh, Poor guy. Shit. He's had a hard life, Annie. Oh, well. It's been tough on him. I know, yeah. It must be so tough. <laughs> Oh well. 
Um, would you like to know? And I could only find one. I didn't bother looking for anymore. But would you like to know <laughs> someone who was born <laughs> this year Guesses. in 1985? Anyone got any guesses? Can you give us clues until we, we get it? This person has recently caused national uproar. But some people... Wow. Look at that. In maths GCSE, I've got a C. Um... Uh, Still got it. I, I got it. In what country? In in well, I'm gonna say, I'm, I'm gonna say two countries. In the West, basically. You have to, in the West. <sighs> Any other clues? <laughs> Is that it? Um, I'm just trying to think. The, this is a good one. This is a good one. The, I'm proud of this. The wife of this person looks very what? good in a suit. Uh, Harry. Uh, there it's Harry. Because Meghan Markle was in suits. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make it fun. Yeah, Prince Harry was born in 1985. Can we call him Prince Harry? Do we just call him Harry now? That's the question. Has he been stripped? We can call him King, to be honest, because <laughs> the rest of them are doggets, but he is pretty. I mean, I mean, I wouldn't. Just because he's a slightly nice person doesn't mean the idea of a monarchy is all right. That's yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. So. <laughs> just just Hazza. Let's call him Hazza. Oh, Harry. Ginger boy. Have you guys seen the crown, though? Dressed as a Nazi. Um... Did it not make you like the yeah, royals a bit it. more? Like, I'm loved not it, like a royalist. It's I'm good, isn't it? Come on. That's a good show. Imagine we got Dan on thinking he was our mate and he was a royalist. Imagine. No, I'm really not. I couldn't get A right wing royalist. I'm not you, Right, it was good. <laughs> it was good. The crown. Though. I was saying on the podcast that we you should watch it, guys, because it was good. But um, I have heard. I've heard that it's really. Uh, you, I do love it. For historical purposes. You need to watch. At some point. You need to watch the the yeah. Queen's Commonwealth. Don't kick off Adam. Yeah. No one wants to hear it. But you need to watch it with <coughs> with <laughs> Liz and David Attenborough, the oh, best of friends, what? and it's adorable. They walk through the oh, park yeah. together. It's so cute. <laughs> I think that's, that's great but well the thing <laughs> no, is I, I think sure. like um, yeah you can not be into the royal family but the queen is pretty boss as a person you know she holds a lot of integrity her age she's still driving she's she sound. walks up and down stairs without a handrail shouldn't need no stick she, she shouldn't be driving she shouldn't be but driving she can <laughs> she shouldn't be driving. she can did you say vibe and also did you say vibing or driving vibing. which one did you oh vibing oh, she's oh, also sorry. driving that's fine she, she but be, she's also bad. <laughs> she doesn't need a license, though. Do you wow. know that? The Queen doesn't need a license. She can repair she cars. She, she was repairing cars in the book. Let her drive. Oh, well, well done. They said, well I done. don't know what, why when, like, an old woman could do anything, you're like, oh, so cute. I'm <laughs> so like, cute. I don't get it. So cute. <laughs> sounds, sounds tyrannical to me. But her yeah. and David, best of friends, and I love it. Oh, wonderful. Love it. Wonderful. <laughs> Great, isn't it? <laughs> She's still probably a racist, so it's fine. And her family murdered millions of people and destroyed countries just for diamonds. So it's fine, isn't it, really? You know, if she's that much of a good person, they skip the candles. And they away, looked at a tree in a garden and she was like, I, no. I planted this oh. with my grandkids. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. 
Did she say a racial slur before or after looking at the tree? Uh, or, or did she have to wait for her husband to say a racial slur first because he takes all the heat? <laughs> Give me me day off. That's all I want. <laughs> Wow. And the crown would show. <laughs> Those are the facts of 1985. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm sure he is. The crown is a good show. Brilliant. Some albums that came out this year. Brothers in Arms by Dire Straits. I'm going to call it, guys. My, um, I think this is one of the most overrated albums of all time. I hate wow. it. I think it's rubbish. Um, does does Brothers in Arms have Sultans of Swing on it? I think so, yeah. It's a good song. Yeah. Um, songs from the Big Chair, <laughs> Tears for Fears. No Jacket Requi- Required by Phil Collins. Hunting High and Low, Aha. Meters Murder by The Smiths. Um, and Rain Dogs by Tom Waits. So some... You know what? I was expecting like this big boy year, middle of the mm. 80s, but it wasn't mm. that big, you know. But there you go. Shall we take a break? And then we're going to talk about Hounds of Love that came out this year. Amazing. Welcome back from the break. We are going to talk about Hounds of Love, which is the fifth studio album by and musician Kate Bush. Released by EMI on the 16th of September 1985. And it was a commercial success after what had been uh, her previous album, The Dreaming, a bit of a poor return in sales. Uh, The lead single from this album was Running Up That Hill, which is a bop. I'm going to call it now. I love it. Such a great song. Um, And it became Bush's, or one of Bush's biggest hits. Um, the album's first side is just like singles all the way. And then the second half is this ninth wave conceptual suite uh, about a woman drifting alone in the sea of night. Um, or the sea at night, not of night. Uh, and Hands of Love was received, it received critical acclaim and people loved it. It was absolutely massive and it was one of the biggest albums of the whole decade. Uh, and it was definitely uh, one of Bush's biggest albums, if not the biggest. And you know, she's kind of polarizing, isn't she? Um, Kate Bush. And so it'd be good to talk about her now. But but Adam, I'd like to know what you think about it first. If we go straight straight with an Adam opinion. Sure. sure. Um, I'm going to tell you, Kate Bush, not a fan at the beginning. That, that's why I asked you to, to go album, first. I went in with my people. Because let me tell you, Wuthering Heights is one of the most garbage songs I've ever heard. Her voice is terrible in it. Like, she's just screeching. And also, it's about a book that, okay, it's a pretty famous book, but I don't want to hear a synopsis of the book, of her screaming, Heathcliff, it's me, it's Kathy. I don't care. Stop. Get some help. Look at yourself in a mirror. Get some so, help. I came into this. I came into this not looking forward to it and expecting more screeching banshee-like vocals. Um, the other song of hers that I know is uh, Babushka, which is kind of a bop, but I would never admit that because it's Kate Bush. Um, so I didn't get the hype, didn't believe the hype. Um, but I was surprised. I was surprised, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it. Um, surprised on the songs that I did. Like Running Up The Hill, I've heard. Did the Pet Shop Boys do a cover of it? There's loads of covers of it. 
Um, right. Okay. Lund- I think London Grammar did a cover of it, actually. Maybe that's why I made the. I can see. But um. Yeah, didn't didn't mind it. It's a very good. I can see why that's like the main hit because it, it was a good song to be fair. Um, it's just a classic. You know what? That the sound on it is just classic eighties. If you could pinpoint the eighties as a sound, this album's got that in spades with the kind of the drums that are kind of. I don't know whether it's an eight hundred eight. You probably know better than me, Matt. Um, it's not an 808, but it's definitely, they're very, no. well, I think that, I can't decide whether they're real or not, but they're heavily, like, reverbed and, te- like, gained and then very. gated, and then the reverb is, like, sucked back into the control room, that kind of thing in the 80s. I, I don't know, but it definitely has that big, massive drum sound, doesn't it? Yeah, big toms, big, yeah, it's it's there. Um, So, yeah, run up the hill, heard it. Not bad, not a bad tune. Um, it's probably going to be running around my head all day, probably. Um, that chorus because it does it, it gets in your ear. Um, Hounds of Love, though. Um, I really, really like that one. Um, as a the kind of title track, like I said, that classic eighty sound. Uh, drums are big and dramatic. The guitar is kind of chugging in the background. It's got some synth lines all over it. Enjoyed it. Uh, other good songs, um, like Watching You Without Me, kind of low key, subdued, but. Again, great sounds. It's got some weird kind of bass thing on it. I think it was a bit of maybe a synth bass thing on mm-hmm. it. Um, but if it was updated a little bit sound-wise, I, I could see that being released now and, and it doing all right. Um, Watching me without you. Yeah, it just, yeah, like I said, needs modernizing a bit. Um, Waking the Witch was weird. Didn't enjoy that. Uh, the first kind of minute has kind of got that Revolution 9 from the Beatles White Album thing going on with just weird talking and whispering in your ear, ASMR crap I, I didn't race and um, then it gets kind of weird and trippy overall not feeling it uh at all um i was surprised that's my overall kind of theme for this album i was surprised i won't listen to it again probably uh it doesn't make i'm still listening to jagged little pill and uh elvis costello um so some songs do stay some albums do stay with me this one will not um so yeah was surprised wouldn't listen again but certainly an interesting album I take nice nice what about you grace what did you think of the album um i'd say that i i would also use the word surprised to sum this up um the the first half of the album for me is definitely better than the second the first three tracks um a great heart fell out of my ass with the second start the second track scared the life out of me um, but it was great. <laughs> Post that on the review. <laughs> my heart fell out of my ass. Um, but it was it was good though. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. Um, but then the second half of the album is just not doing things for me. I was rebuking the devil in the Wake and the Witch song. I had to skip before I was possessed. <laughs> Did you find it a bit scary? It was just too much. It was just really... I found it a bit intense. Yeah, it was just not necessary. I was, I was walking the dog and I didn't need it. Didn't need it. Um, <laughs> but I suppose Jig of Life is on the second half of the album, which is a weird contrast considering everything that's around it. Yeah. There's just so much weirdness going on. Um, Weird samples, weird sounds, yeah, like some ASMR nonsense and then just... A little bit of an Irish jig going on, which you know this—you can hear the strings throughout the whole album. Um, 
but I just felt like that was a bit out of place on the second half. I don't know. So if we could just bin off the second half of the album, it would be fine. But we can't. It exists. So for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were in Dragon's Den all of a sudden. But... <laughs> uh, what's, what's the woman on Dragon's Den called? What's her name? Deborah. Deborah. Deborah mean. Mean. I mean, imagine her saying, oh, my heart, my heart <laughs> fell on my arse. You know I, mean? I was with you and then my heart <laughs> fell on my arse and I'm not, not there now. I think we'd all want to hear Grace's impression of the Scottish fella, Duncan Valentine. Can't do a Scottish accent. Just to say, Scott, Scott, just to say Wait, my, heart, my heart fell on my ass. <laughs> my heart fell out. <laughs> I can't, that wasn't anything. I can't. Um, but really? yeah, so Kate, you're fat. And I believe that she's a good singer. Because there's a couple of oppo- of yeah. of of bits where she really opens up her voice and it's great, um. But she gets weird, and I don't want to get weird with her. So, <laughs> so there we go. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. So everything. What about you, Dan? What were your thoughts? Yeah, from that week in the witch. Um. No, although I I agree with you, Grace. The the jig of life, I revived it a bit for me. I thought the songs went on quite long, but I thought her voice was boss. Like, she's just, like, quite an emotional singer. And every song, she was, like, poured her heart into it. And I'm no, I'm no musician. Yeah. I, I, so I love the, the emotion yeah. of songs and stuff like that. And I thought her voice was, like, sick in that regard. Do you know what I mean? It was boss. But yeah, the Waking the Witch was a turning point where I thought everything I've listened to is just a bit bit off now. Nice. It's a, it's a strange album, isn't it? Mm. I I agree with Grace. The first half is amazing. And I was like, this is a bop. And then I watch I basically watched a documentary before listening to the album, like a BBC um six or something. BBC document you know those ones that aren't dead late at night and you watch them and they're a bit mad and it was like a whole life and so but i've heard this album called progressive pop you know i mean it's a bit like genesis uh enthused and um yeah just really interested but the first half i really loved i really like running up the hill it's got like this weird um there's something about the lyrics which I said before, but it gives me like an uneasy feeling. But like, it's like a, I say this all the time, but like there's something spiritual about it. I don't really know what it is. <laughs> there's something deep about it. I don't know what, I don't know what it is. Um, I love the sound of the album, especially in the first half. Um, it's very 80s. And there's like, you know, uh, the song, uh, I Need a Hero, where the drums are just like mm-hmm. absolutely massive. And they're just like absolutely everywhere. And they're panning left to right. And they're just... It's just chaotic. It's kind of like that, but not as, not as heavy. And um, yeah, I thought Hands of Love was great as well. I don't think I'd ever heard it, and I was like, "This is this has got energy. It's it's sick." And then cloud burst, and I thought, you know, the sound of this sounds like a cloud is bursting. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that is, but um, I was like, there was like an onomatopoeia, like mm. element to it, Ooh. but like a musical great way onomatopoeia. Yeah, guys, come on. Um, and then. The mother stands for comfort, and you can really hear this like far light CMI, um, like sampler, the early workings of sampling. And I was thinking, like, you know, NWA couldn't have done their album without this album and Peter Gabriel's album, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a strange 
thought, isn't it? You wouldn't have ever thought. Um, but like this is like the first uses of, and I mean maybe there was sampling that wasn't digital and you just put it on a tape and you redo it. But it's crazy just how far we've come in like twenty years from this point. If you think about nineteen sixty-five, like the Beatles are kicking off doing mad stuff. Twenty years later, Kate Bush is putting sounds into a computer, turning them round or whatever. She's just got glass noises all over her album because she can. You know, she's just doing bad stuff. And like, I don't know, in the last 50, well, not 50 years now, but like in the last 80 years, we've come, we've done a lot, haven't we? Musically, we've come far. Um, and I feel like, you know, we might be at a bit of a turning point because I don't really feel like people are doing a lot now. But, um, but there you go. And I enjoy her vocal. It's a bit mad, in it? But I do enjoy it. I'm a big fan of... Um, Wuthering Heights. Uh, Adam, have you ever watched any um, like music analyst stuff on it? Because it does like it shows you all like the key changes and stuff, and like it's basically like every other bar. You know what I mean? It's like mad changes and mad musicality or musically, it's like a mad song. Musically, I'm like I'm thinking about it in my head, and like I do like the way that the chorus kind of it kind of grows and it like does a little roll into it and it then it gets big. But her voice is absolutely shocking. <laughs> so I can't get over that. It's it's she's gatekeeping her her own music by her <laughs> shocking it what she calls singing. So I can't get over that and she just needs to turn it in and get a vocal coach. So Man, I think every vocal coach is gonna say, you know, the way she uses her voice is amazing. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it is different and wild and like you might not like it, but it is like she does have amazing control. <clears throat> she does use it to like the the furthest degree. This you know is what, what I mean. Like it's not gonna hit the charts now. Th- this is what kind of shocked me about how good it sounds on this album compared to my preconceived notions with with Wuthering Heights. The fact that it for me Wuthering Heights doesn't show that doesn't show that control. She's just, I mean, it probably is. I'm not very technical when it comes to people's voices but it just just sounds like she's screaming it's very high pitched and I, I can't i don't like it but on this album i see that control and i see the the mastery of her voice i kind of get that but uh yeah i would i would suggest to anyone if you want to get into Kate bush just leave wuthering heights off for a bit and listen to some of her other stuff is what i'd probably say yeah. but wuthering heights is better than Whatever that one yeah. about the witches That's is. That's not hard, is it? Isn't it? A wet farm <laughs> sounds better than that. No, it's what it is. <laughs> right, it's okay. Yeah, did you? Okay. Did any of you Go guys on. like get the story? Like, I didn't really pay attention much to it. Like, it didn't. Like normally, when I listen to something and it's trying to tell a story, I go, "Oh, hang on, what's happening here?" Mm. I, I didn't really do that once. I think, like, I read about it. But I didn't get it from listening to it. Maybe because I was skipping songs because they were freaky. But <laughs> <laughs> no, but I agree. Like I read on, like Wikipedia. Oh, this is what's going on. The ninth suite, you know, the ninth wave suite or whatever. And then I listened to it and I'm like, but where is the woman? Yeah. Like who's lost or whatever at sea and where. And where is like what if she's lost to see what the hell is the jig of life? You know what I mean? What is going on? And actually, actually, like 
you know, the, the hello earth and morning fog. I was like, I can kind of see like a bit of like, I don't know, like new agey hippie stuff, but I can't see this weird, sweet thing that we're going on about. But um, what about you, Adam? Did you see any of that? Honest, it didn't catch me. <laughs> yeah, I thought Sorry, like if I can't hear it in the music and it's just too, it's too abstract, um, to tell the story, then you know if I haven't got Wikipedia, what what am I supposed to do with it? And I, I felt like that with the, uh, with that second half, like That's it. Mm. very true. Yeah. Yeah. You know that I was just looking now. The one place I did find it was this um, "And Dream of Sheep." I loved that song. I was so into it, and like just this feeling of like, you know, we all know that I like songs about like a wanting and a waiting and like, you know, all this thing and like just this thing of like I can't get to sleep. I'm feeling tired. All I want to do is dream of sleep. I want all my problems to go away. I did then. Like I was like, I'm into this song. It's a bit weird. But this metaphor is a good one. It's a clever one. Um, and so I saw it there. But then we go to Under Ice and <laughs> it just goes to pop there. Up until that point, I was saying song. I like the flow of the album. But yeah. Like with that dream of, dream of sheep, yeah. I um, I thought, oh, yeah, it was a well-needed, like, mellow song before, like, before everything kicks off again. But then it yeah. just didn't really kick off for me after that. <laughs> Got weird. Got weird. Get it weird. kicked off in a weird way. <laughs> Gets weird. The piano sounds great, yeah. though. Talking about things kicking. The whole way through. Loved it. Wait, oh, the piano. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, the sounds on it are amazing, aren't they? Like, they do get abstract and weird, but the sounds are good, the whole album. Yeah. And she, did, she built her own studio in two years and just did it all from her own studio at home. Boss. But um, then I, I was reminded when you were talking about the 80s and you said never going to give you up, I was reminded <laughs> that um, I was reminded that we actually did a music video Where for the video children's now? charity together, didn't we? And you, Oh, my days. I Excellent. think I have a copy oh of it. Days. Yeah, I think I have a copy of it. <laughs> and Dan was, Dan was the rock star called Brock Star, right? And I was the dancer in a kitchen and I I was dressed as a Rastafarian <laughs> with a rose in my mouth. Is that, is that problematic um, these days? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. I, I bet it is it problematic these days. Oh. I bet it is. Uh, i tell you what, it was, prob- <laughs> it was problematic then as well. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, if I find it today, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Brilliant. Shall we take a break? And then we're going to talk about yes. Californian soil by London Grammar. Okay, brilliant. So we're going to talk about Californian Soil, which is the third studio album by English indie pop band London Grammar. It was released on the 16th of April um, and by Metal and Dust and Ministry of Sound. Remember when those Ministry of Sound (laughs) albums would come out? Proper mad stuff, that, wasn't it? Every year. It was like, the, that's what I call music. Uh, pure, pure cascada on everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Low sticks forever. Bring on the Dave. But, um, and then, um, yeah, and then California Soil had four singles, um, and Baby It's You, 
the title track lose your head and how does it feel and you know i've been a big um advocate of london grammar i've enjoyed i enjoy the post rock ambient sound i enjoy the operatic vocals you know it, it does everything for me there was a time i had to stop listening because there was a time when i got stuck in the snow about two years ago and i listened i was stuck in the snow for 12 hours right and um in my car and i listened to this album non-stop so now every time i listen to it i just feel a bit cold and i'm a reminded of this time when i was stuck in the snow in the mid in the middle of the peak <laughs> district and i tell you I remember, I don't want to go too too far, but I just had two big two-litre Coke bottles and I had to wow. pee into them every couple of hours. Wow. Absolutely grim. Absolutely grim. Uh, yeah, bear grills. Awesome. Bear grills would be so bad. Yeah, and then two... <laughs> yeah, and there was this girl, right, and she thought, oh, I need to go outside to pee, so peed against what? my car. My <laughs> car. What the hell is that? Like, the, not the we went on your car? And... That's a yeah, like she squatted up and against it. What? And I couldn't believe it. And and because it was like snowing outside and it was like 60 mile an hour winds and I was like, I'm not getting out. I'm not putting my window down. I'm trying to keep the heat in the car. But in my mirror, I'm like, what the hell is she doing? And then I was like, can't look. Dirty. Bit did, you, did you know her? She was in your Absolutely car? Absolutely dirty. 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 No, You're she messing. was just a random. She You're picked another car, didn't she? <laughs> <laughs> you know, does that mean does that mean the car is now hers? Because she's like a territory thing. That's hair car. Like, you out. don't own that car. Unfortunately, I've got me. It's mine. <laughs> this is mine now. No way. Mad that, isn't it? So great. Um, she's got a little bum out. Grim people. And there's no way. There's no way I was dropping my kecks outside there. We were up a bleeping mountain. Nice. It wasn't a mountain, but like, it was up a big hill in the Peak District. The top of mountain. And like, it was proper snowing, proper wind, proper windy. I was like, the wind will take this off. I'm not going out there. Do you know what I mean? There's absolutely no way. Not having it. Uh, you, don't want, you don't want to face that frostbite wind chill when you step outside. Frostbite down there. Not having it. You know what I mean? Uh, absolutely not having it. But anyway, so there, there's my experience of London grammar. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so um, what did we? Should we go the same way around? Adam, do you want to go first? Certainly, certainly. Um, never listened to London Grammar, as far as I'm aware. Um, it might have been on in your car once or or something like that, but never really listened to it. So went into this album with fresh ears. Um, I tell you that intro, I've wrote here belong to Lord of the Rings. Um, but I liked it. I did. I really liked it. A uh, beautiful sound, really great strings, very full sounding strings. You know, it wasn't just, she didn't cheap out on the orchestration. I'll tell you that much. You can tell. It's good, good orchestra. I don't know which orchestra played on this, whether it was like a Philharmonic situation or whatever, but uh, but it was good. Um, and then California Soul kicks in and I thought, is this Florence of the Machine? Is that who this is? Because it just sounds like generic white woman from London singing, but um, yeah, it was fine. Um, mm. but I'd like to talk about this album sonically <laughs> for a second, if I may. You may. Um, and I think on the ears, <laughs> just trying to make myself sound more professional. On the ears, this uh, it's after last week. Jonathan was coming out with all these like really great terms. Like, it sounds so nice on my ears. We don't talk like we don't talk in a professional <laughs> way. 
<laughs> I like the noise hitting my drum. It sounds good. Is I'll that like why it. you brought me I in know. a week after? No, I don't. Because I knew you could bring some good Com- takes. Comparison is the thief of joy, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> well, my joy's been robbed. I tell you, robbed straight from under me, um, because. We gotta. St- wow. I gotta step my game up. <laughs> I can't. Just be let doing. us know when you're planning on stepping <laughs> your game up, because that would be, uh, you know, <laughs> well, there you very joking. So sorry. It's in the works. It's in the works. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like roadway. There's no end date. It's just happening continually. Um, so sonically, this album it sounds really good. Whether you kind of like this style or not of this kind of lo-fi, what do you say, post post rock ambient. <clears throat> Um, post indie, whatever. Um, I feel like there's lots of terms like that. Do you think they're all nonsense, Adam? Post pop punk rock. Mm. No, I mean, I just think it's. I think some of them are a bit redundant. You just say post you know and then a subculture, Call and a spade, then spade. you're done. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like this is really post Rockefeller <laughs> indie. That's what I kind of get from it. Um, like, it means not. Um, but that's okay. So uh, whether you kind of like this style or not, which I'm not the biggest fan of, it's done really well here. Um, like I said before, it sounds really full. The drums sound great. The drum samples, drum machines. Uh, when strings are used, they're used sensitively uh, and in the correct places. They're not kind of just slapped on top, in my opinion, um, all the way through. Hannah Reed, the, the vocalist, uh, her voice, it sounds really good. Um Kind of, I know I, I just joked about it being like Florence and the Machine, but her voice is very rich, in my opinion. Just really, really good and just like very easy to listen to. Um, I don't like the song she's singing, <laughs> but I don't, I don't mind her voice. Um, I think it's really, really good. Um, I wanted something a little bit up-tempo. Uh, and then how does it feel sort of delivered on that, in my opinion? And then uh, Call Your Friends kind of as well, also a good song. So overall, not terrible. Um, still a bit underwhelmed by it, but that's I think just the genre of music. Um, so I I can I can say this is a good album without me saying I'll ever listen to it again. Fair but, enough, that. Yeah, solid, solid effort. Yeah, good, good, that Adam. Do you know, Adam and I were on the same page tonight. This morning, what time's it? <laughs> <laughs> tonight we're on the same page. Time's a, time's a concept. It's an illusion, yes, Grace. Podcast. Time doesn't one. exist. You know I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'd probably use Underwhelmed as well. I was going to say it's a bit lukewarm in terms of an album for me. It's it's good. It's definitely not bad. I'm, I'm not going to... Well, I skipped a few songs. I'm not going to, like, you know... <laughs> make someone turn it off if they've got it on and I'll listen to it. I would listen to it again it would be fine if it came on on shuffle no problem at all I enjoyed the intro great first couple of songs great it does then like it slows down a lot in pace and I love the strings I love the orchestral side of it it's, it's great I think everything in isolation sounds great but as a whole album altogether I feel like it lacks a little bit of energy and a little bit of like pizzazz there's not a like stand out about it for me there's pizzazz. not like pizzazz <laughs> it's not zazzy um it yeah it lacks just one standout single i think um and they're all they're all good they're all like good songs she's a great singer as i said each musician is great but it's 
there's nothing stand out about it. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? It's just a bit lukewarm. But it's fine. Okay. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. Grace. Grace, what music you said, like, if someone had it on, I wouldn't ask them to turn it off or tell them to turn mm. it off. What mm. would what what would you walk into the room and someone's playing something and you go turn it off right now? Neil Young, <laughs> <laughs> Iggy Pop. Let me tell you what I turn off. Let me t- <laughs> about ninety five percent of the albums we've listened to so far. <laughs> You're enjoying your experience on Elvin Eye opening. <laughs> Uh, cool stuff Dan what did you think Grace I totally agree with what you said as well um, I had their last album saved on my Spotify yeah. uh, Truth is a Beautiful Thing yeah um, now I actually can't remember the full album too well but I know I liked it when I listened to it Yeah, and I listened to it on a few car journeys myself Matt yeah uh, like rooting for you, I just loved it. But um, like with that album, with this album, I got very bored very quick. Mm. Um, I always am straight away. I'm like, oh, her voice is amazing. I'm like, flipping yeah. heck, like how good is she? And then as the as it goes on, they try and do different things with different songs, and I just thought. Got, you get bored of the voice and then overall the sound's not doesn't keep you engaged, does it? Um I didn't like uh how does it feel? Okay. Which was that what you said you liked? I put in my notes, how does it feel? I'm not sure. I just <laughs> I'm really not sure how it feels. Um so yeah, she's she's just a good voice, isn't she? That that's it, and it or, orchestrally, if that's a word. Yeah, I don't know. It's good. I liked it, but lost interest. There's another yeah, thing I was going to say, but I just uh, just can't remember. Like if it was a colour, it'd be beige, wouldn't it? Yeah, no special sauce. That's mm. a that's a. Uh, Come on. Oh, you listen. Yeah. Oh, you can tell I'm a fan, can't you? That's it. <laughs> Listen more than you, Grace, tell you. Those buzzwords. <laughs> no, that was not a segue. <laughs> I was just like, let's talk more. Dan's heard every episode of you, Grace? No? Tell you what. <laughs> Shocking behaviour. Amazing. Oh, good stuff, Dan. I'll, I'll, um, you know what? I love that last album. And... As soon as I heard some like poppy guitars and like um I don't know, bright I don't know, bright sounds and drum machines, I was like, why am I here? I didn't I didn't come <laughs> here for that. I did not come here for that. I came for mellow, chill, soft sounds. Yeah. I came for great vocals on top of a bed of absolute wonder. <laughs> but that's not what I get. <laughs> Yeah, I've got, I've just got a pop album and I don't like it. And so I really like the intro and I really love the, and I love her voice and the rest of it. I was like, man, this isn't an album. You can just sit down with a little bit of wine, a little wine at the end of the night, just chilling out soon. So, so this is a bit of a, I wouldn't say this is post rock at all or 
anything like that, I'd just say this is a pop album. You know, we're just we're just straight into pop. Um and yeah, I th- I don't know. I just didn't enjoy it as much as the other two. But bands are allowed to bring albums out that are a bit different, you know what I mean? And then you don't really like them. Um mm. the next album and stuff like that. Um but I thought overall the like cinematic sounding album, like the orchestration was amazing. Um I liked America at the end of the album too. But it sounds a bit like The Hands That Built America by U2. And maybe it's just that it uses the same words, but I don't know. Um, but I thought, like, how did U2 not get it writing credit for this? But I don't know. <laughs> um, and to be honest, my opinion is that the production is too clean. And I don't like that. Mm. It's just too clean. And there's nothing like... I don't know, with, like, the Kate Bush album, it sound, those instruments sound real. And that's because they are. But these ones, I just don't know, it just doesn't feel... Maybe we like the orchestration because they're real strings and there's something just tonally and like in the ether about it. You know what I mean? I, don't, I can't really explain it. But but just there's something about these digital sounds that I'm like not really a fan of. I don't know. Um, And so I didn't want it to be upbeat. And I didn't want it to be poppy. And there were bits of this album that were both. And it definitely suffers from that folklore effect where it's a bit samey all over in it so mm. you know the folklore effect as i am gonna call it from now on i like that coin the term Come coin on. that tm Come that. On. Um, oh, yeah. it's a good album though just very forgettable in my opinion mm. Mm. Uh, i think that's why i didn't like how does it feel because i definitely got the vibe like i know i said i couldn't really remember the last album even though i saved it mm-hmm. but i couldn't remember it being that poppy it was nowhere was like, near what? that poppy. This, this is not... Yeah, it's just not on the grammar. But, no. yeah. But bands do need to change, you know, and so, you know, if that's the way they're going to do it. But uh, yeah. I might go and listen to the Truth is a Beautiful Thing again, to be honest. Because that was a good album. But there you go. Guys, should we do some uh, Would You Rathers? So, should we go the same way around? What? Adam, mm. would you rather... Which one would you rather? If you had to delete one from all existence? That's a tough one. It's a tough one. Because I see merit in both. I do. Um, in everything. Say, say this. You know what? Originally, originally I was like, let's keep London Grammar, Kate Bush getting the <laughs> But I think I'm keeping, I'm keeping Kate just for those first few songs. Second half of the album with a, a occult stuff she can get in the bin. Um, because the Lord's coming. <laughs> in the future. Quick. Okay. Quick. <laughs> Just living and the dead. Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't want to be associated with your eternal <laughs> burn theology. Thanks. I just want to make that clear. It's sheep and the goats. It's sheep and the goats, man. It's sheep and the goats. If it's lukewarm, it got spat um, out. No. Um, <laughs> That's what I thought when Grace said lukewarm. I would spat out my mouth. Lukewarm. No, um, it'll be hot. No. Um, yeah. So I, I keep. I keep Kate Bush. Brilliant. You keep Kate Bush, as you say. That's keep amazing. K- I keep Kate Bush. Unexpected keep that Adam. I thought you were gonna hate that yes, album. I really thought you were gonna hate it. So there we go. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like a film title to me. Keeping Kate Bush. Keeping Kate. Like a proper indie London 
film. <laughs> Sounds good. Grace, what about you? What are you keeping? Do you know, I think she she ruined it for me too much, Kate did, in the second half. You don't you don't dabble with the devil, Kate. You don't do me. So um I'm gonna have to keep London grammar. I need this I need my soul to be clean. I don't think it's anything to do with that stuff, but you guys are pretty clear. Soul, soul. Grace, do you not watch any like horror films or anything? There's no place for them in the world. Absolutely not. Why are people living anywhere near cornfields anymore? Why are they going into them? Why are you living in the middle of nowhere? You know you're gonna die. Stop it. <laughs> whatever is of good report whatever is yeah. beautiful you hear a sound in your cupboard you asking. run you don't open that cupboard I don't care what's in there in the cupboard might be just your kid leave that kids behind your kids possessed oh. that's another thing <laughs> why people like wow. their kids are possessing these films they're trying to like get exorcisms at... no ditch your kids burn it it's possessed move on burn, burn the kids <laughs> that's murder that, that's, that's murder whoa we need to put a disclaimer here. Elvin Neela does not condone the murder of children. Do you know what? I'm so glad you left my church. <laughs> See, look, I've listened to Kate Bush's album once and I'm already... <laughs> Amazing. I'm glad you left my church. Is there any more of a Christian band than that? I'm glad you left my church. <laughs> Yeah, the non-Christians listening they won't understand. But, whoa. Yeah, whoa, but too far. Grace has been burned more than that child would ever be, right there. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Dan, which one are you keeping or getting rid of? Kate Bush. I'm keeping. You keeping Kate Bush? Yeah, I'm getting rid of London Grammar. Oh. London Grammar have got better albums to keep. That's it. I agree. But um, the Kate Bush one did get weird, but there's some really strong singles on there, which I think, yeah. That's know, fair enough. That's that. why I'm keeping you. Yeah. I, I agree with that completely. I'm with that. And if we were to give it a rating, let's go the same way around. So the Kate Bush album, Adam, what are you rating it? So it's out of five. 2.5. 2.5. We're going with. Is that like the first half's five, the second half's yeah. zero kind of thing? No, the the first half is like a, a three point right. five four, and then it kind of goes downhill. Yeah, I'm not. It's not. It's not a five at any point. I want to make that clear. <laughs> Never is it a five at any high. But there's no high points in the album for me. Not it's not even Hounds of Love or Run Up That Hill. None of that. No, no. They're, they're, ha, like Those two are like maybe a four at the most. But it never reaches over okay. a 4.2 okay. at the very most. We're being picky. Okay, fair enough. So 2.5. Brilliant. Grace? 2.2. Wowie. Ooh. Oh, pretty low. 2.2. She just gets too weird. Each to their own, but it's I'm not... Yeah. Too bad. Okay. Dan, what would you rate that album? Um, definitely higher than both of them. 
it's just where I want to land it, somewhere in between 3 and 3.5, I think. I'm going to go with 3.3. <laughs> strong landing <laughs> in the middle right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because, like, I said, just, I'm sound like a broken record here, but run up that hill, hounds of love. <laughs> the one after that. that <laughs> um, was so good. <laughs> no, it just, they just really strong. And, um, yeah, I really like them. Nice. But, yeah. Brilliant. 3.3, 3. I'm going to go for. Brilliant. I'd probably go, yeah, 3.5 seems fair, you know, around that, around that middle place. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's good stuff. Brilliant, guys. So, it's time to quiz. Are you all ready to quiz? Although I'll tell you, I listen when I'm going to bed, right? And, <laughs> and quizzing time, quizzing time always comes at the time I'm dozing off. <laughs> and then <laughs> you get like, give us, give us a word. Who said that? What's the other one as well? Quizzing time. Quizzing time. You, yeah. you're like, you're like, ah, you wake up like straight away. You're like, what is going on? Got the brothers one team. That's the challenge for the next one the then. Brothers. Oh yeah, and brothers. Yeah, brothers, brothers is nice though. Okay, that, brothers, that's the challenge. Yeah. I suppose you want yeah. me to listen. Ch- challenge for the next one. Well, absolutely. But challenge for the next one is to make a, a mellow, a mellow jingle. Maybe. I'll, I'll keep that. Maybe you want to keep Just me awake. <laughs> well, <laughs> well I, I tell you what, though. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> that it, it is a bit intense. That jingle, isn't it? It's like flipping egg, man. I love it though. Anyway. Ministry of sound. <laughs> it's on the next Ministry of Sound album. I'm gonna catch it. If we ever release all this stuff as just a joke album, it'll be called the Ministry of Sounds. We'll get, we'll get sued about it, I bet you. But, um, okay, so we're going to do, who said that? Adam edition? Right. Because, you know, Adam's enthusiasm right there for that. So I thought, you know, what do we all have in common here? We said it earlier on, that glue that holds us all together. That glue. It's it's time to celebrate, Adam, isn't it? So I, I've got some quotes, and you need to tell. I'm going to tell you, give you a choice, but Adam is one of the choices every time. Okay. And so, and so Adam, you can play along too because am I, am I playing? You can well? play along can as I? well. Um, you know, because it'd just be fun to see. But what we'll do is we'll go Grace first, then Dan, then Adam, because Adam, you might know it, obviously. So, okay. That's fine. So, do we all understand? <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Yeah. Brilliant. So, here's the first one. I am smarter than Boris Johnson. I wouldn't get stuck on a zipline. 
Is that Adam Courtney? Is it Gordon Brown? Or I tried to get some Adams in there. So is it Jerry Adams, Sinn Féin leader? <laughs> you could expect more Adams to appear. I'd smarter than Boris Johnson. I wouldn't get stuck on a zip line. That was really good, though. Uh, okay, so. Grace, what do you think? Who said that? Who said that? But the issue is it sounds like something that Adam would say. But then... That is correct. But did he say it? Yeah, I think he did. I think it was Adam. Danny, what do you think? Um, <clears throat> would Gordon Brown say that? Do you know what I mean? And then the, the Sinn Féin leader. But they I might, just think you're thrown in they, for a laugh. They might say it now as like, because they're not, you know, now government leaders, although I think Jerry Adams is, but you do. I think he's still not going to... I'm going to say... I'm going to be boring and say Adam as well, okay. because I don't think Gordon Brown's got that wit that our Adam has. <laughs> well, I disagree, but, you know, no, it's true. <laughs> Who knows? He might, be a, he might be a really good guy around the dinner table. He might be. Get him on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, who do you think said that? <laughs> you know, every time you hear the song Golden Brown, all I can think is singers, Gordon Brown. I do that every time. Gordon Brown. Do that every time. That's really funny. Um, Adam, what do you think? Um, I mean, it is the type of arrogant thing I would say. And I have ziplined a couple of times in my life. I'm pretty damn good at it. But also, it, it doesn't take much effort. You sit in a harness and you just go. <laughs> like, gravity does all the work for you. Um, hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Gordon Brown said this. I don't think I said this. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I can tell you, Adam, you did say it. <laughs> and you said it on this podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I assume that. Okay. Was Question number two. Little Richard brings the main course, and he's brought a partridge. What's that? Paul McCartney. What's that? Adam Courtney. Or was it Jerry Lee Lewis? Okay. Adam. Little. <laughs> Grace is going Adam again. Straight, Imagine every answer was Adam. <laughs> what go for? Dan? I'm going for um, oh, the main course. It's I, I see where you're coming from with Adam because I bet he said like he loved it so much and then uh, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Um, but it, I, I see where you're coming Paul from. Paul McCartney. But it could be just be like a story that Paul McCartney tells, couldn't it? Yeah, it could. Definitely could. Paul McCartney. I'm going Paul McCartney. Okay. Adam, what do you think? I mean, of all the game birds (laughs) 
your game birds. Of all the game birds in my brain, I don't think I'd choose partridge. <laughs> kind of as as a main course. I'm not that fancy. I've never That's eaten partridge. I'd like to give it a go. You know what I mean? It's not only time I think about partridge, Christmas. <laughs> so um so I don't think this is this is me. It's not a bit of me this. I'm I'm gonna go different. I'm gonna say Jerry Lee Lewis, although it's it's a bit posh. <laughs> don't, don't start. No offense. Don't start like, attacking something <laughs> Americans again, please. Actually, I, I need to apologize for that, especially to to, to Clay. Um, anything I say <laughs> is always a joke. Uh, let's not stereotype people from the South of America. Not everyone marries their cousin. It's just a joke. All right. Um, what happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but take this as my formal apology to the southern states of America. You should hear what he says um, off the podcast. You're all wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no He's a Tory in real life. I tell you. <laughs> hey, hey, we don't joke about that. That's serious. Yeah? Tory's out. Come on. No, um, so I apologise to, to anyone from... You know, Texas, Arkansas. So anyone any married to their cousin? Wow. Sorry. And if you're married to your cousin, I hope it's a long and lasting marriage. And I hope your kids aren't too deformed. Right, you can... Do you want to give me an answer? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm going to say James. Okay. That was actually a quote from Adam. I remember no. this on the podcast. What's it was the episode where we were, we were like bringing our guests to the dinner party and you were saying that he was going to bring... The main course was a partridge. I remember it. You're right, Grace. That's you why I'm straight in. Spot on. Straight Christmas in. Christmas themed. Eh? Why would I say partridge? <laughs> I don't Ooh, know. I don't know why. Don't partridge. even know yourself. Okay. This is all just a real existential game for me here. Well, what what <laughs> I'm finding myself. amazing is Adam's won every quiz, but one about himself he's going to lose. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the great, but I actually just black out during most of my days, so I don't know what I'm saying. This is all a dream, a fever dream, most of it. So. Okay, are you ready for the next one? Ready. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Adam Sandler, Adam Courtney, or Freddie Mercury? Oh, it's gone quiet. <laughs> and, he's, and he's actually all Adam. Well, you have to decide, won't you? <laughs> I'm going to say Adam again. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to get the feeling that they're all Adam Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm going to go with Adam Sandler because I'd be shocked if he hasn't said that in a film okay. or something. Mm, to be fair. Adam, what do you think? I feel like I have said this in, a, in, a, in the joking way, but also as a in life lesson, kids. What are you, you could about? say it now and then have to change now. answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now that that's a sneaky game. If that's what this actually is, you're just trying to get me to say no, stuff. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'll okay. say me. I'll say I said Danny gets the points. It was Adam Sandler. Uh, ah, oh, double switch. You lulled us into a false sense of security. Come on. No. Well, after last week's quiz, I was really worried that you were all just going to get it right. Like last <laughs> week. But then. Um, okay, next one. Stay safe. Stay indoors. Get an air purifier. Was that Adam Courtney? Was it Adam Lambert? Was it Adam and Eve? 
<laughs> Adam Lambert. Okay. Dan? Air purifier. Does Adam own one? <laughs> I, I doubt it. I'm going to say that. No. <laughs> I highly doubt it. Okay. I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to give the same answer, but I'm going to have to. Yeah, Adam fair. Lambert. Well, you can't go Adam, Adam and Eve. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to have to be. Yeah. There was an That'd early version of this. That'd be a prophecy, though, if that was in the Bible. Well, yeah. <laughs> there was That's an early ver- version of this quiz that was called Adam and Eve or Adam and Steve, but I, I changed the... <laughs> <laughs> I thought That's I, hilarious. Yeah, I couldn't figure out a way of doing it that was just... <laughs> Adam, what do you think? That, that is so good. Um... Yeah, I reckon I'd, uh, um, I don't think Adam Lambert Adam Lambert's is, a yeah. from Queen, isn't he? He's uh, Queen now. One American Idol or something. Um I don't think oh, he's gonna say it. Um, yeah, oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say me. You think oh. you'd say it? <laughs> oh, okay. I think I would. No? No, it was Adam Lambert. <laughs> hey <laughs> <laughs> So everyone got a point except for Adam. Very sad. <laughs> You're not doing good. You're not doing good. Sorry. Gosh. Okay. Look how few many years when he's not winning a quiz. Look at him. <laughs> it took us over a year to get here to see Adam Fuman about the quiz, but we got here. Okay, we've got a couple more. So, men should not be forced to wear pants when it's cold outside. Oh, sorry. That's not the quote. I've just made it. <laughs> Men should not be forced to wear pants when it's not cold. Mm. So men should not be forced to wear pants when it's not cold. What's that? Okay. Adam Clayton. He is the bass player from U2, for anyone who doesn't know. Adam Courtney. He is a host on El Video. <laughs> Or Michael Jackson. <laughs> Michael Jackson said that he's Michael getting Jack- worse and worse. Was <laughs> 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 he saying oh. men shouldn't go to All right, here we go. That is too bad. <laughs> Sorry, Michael. Sorry, Michael. Don't say rest in peace. It's not. <laughs> it's not him that I've got rest a problem with. It's the boys that I've got a problem with. You got a problem <laughs> with the boys. What's the, you got a problem with the boys? They were victims. I need some help, guys. Right. Okay. So, Grace. <sighs> don't. Don't come to me first. Who was the other Adam option? Adam Clayton. Shouldn't be forced to wear pants when it's cold outside. You, you don't know who Adam Clayton is, really, do you? So... Absolutely not. I didn't know who Adam Lambert was either, though. You didn't know who Adam Lambert was? I don't know wow. people on first on the, on full name basis. Right, okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know people? I don't. Know. <laughs> With my title, I don't so um, I'm going to say Adam Courtney. Okay. I was going to say that. Dan, you're going to say the same. I was just copying Grace's answers. Um... <laughs> What were the options? Adam Clayton. Michael Jackson. From YouTube. Yeah, Michael Clayton. Jackson and Adam Clayton. 
Well, Adam would say it because Adam's the type of guy. Oh no. Sweeping statements are coming here. If <laughs> well, do you really know me, Dad? Come on. I'm a big fan of this podcast. <laughs> um, he's not a friend nah, anymore. He's just a big fan of the podcast. <laughs> he's detached nah. himself from friend. From friend to fan. <laughs> um, I just think. I just think it's you, Adam. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's okay. just I'm making the quiz boring. Should be. <laughs> Adam, what do you think? Well, here's the thing. I even when I go to Spain, I want to wear jeans. I yeah, don't like don't shorts. I'm not a fan of them. I, I'm not. I'm quite comfortable wearing pants, long pants. Me too. I'm the same. Though. In uh, in hot weather, unless it's like unbearably, in which case I'll just I'll buy some shorts. The Courtney men. Um, I mean, maybe not me dad, but we don't look good in shorts. We weren't made for it. <laughs> I know, but we've got good legs. I'm not, I don't know about you, Matt, but my dad's I've got, got good, good legs. legs, but like for some reason, it doesn't work. I just don't want to get them out. Yeah, it doesn't work. Feel, I feel uncomfortable in shorts. I feel weird in them. So, you'll catch me in the Sahara Desert. Wrong, so, who do you think it is, Adam? Um, well, then I could say... You say a lot of crap. Uh, I... <laughs> I say a lot of crap. It's very true. It's a shite word a minute with me, I tell you. Um, we'll go with Michael Jackson. Okay. Just because I'm a fan. It was Adam Clayton. Oh! You've all got it wrong. I was thinking, who cares what the bass player's got to say from... from yeah, well, who was it? You two? I know, see? You underestimate you two. They've got a lot to say. Really? <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, yeah. I didn't know any of the rest of them could speak. I thought it was just Bono in the Edge. I thought the rest of them yeah, were just mute. Okay, next one. We've got two more. And Adam, you don't have any points yet. <laughs> That's fine. Underdog, but Adam, watch you me can't, you can't do that it's because Grace will, claim, Grace will claim that she clean sweeped you. So. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is the score? The score is 3-3. Three, three. Come on. Is it? Come on. So, three three zero. No, okay. <laughs> we didn't need that. <laughs> cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. I ate a big steak and never felt worse. It was a boom over, never again. There's no way you say that. Okay, so was that Brian Adams? Was that Adam Courtney? Was that Kate Bush? Well, I'd, I'd like context to the dietary requirements of these people. Well, no, you don't get that. You don't get that. I know what you're aiming for. No, you don't get that. Grace? See, I don't, it's not Adam. But then it, because of the episode, it could be Kate Bush. But then that could be a curveball that you're trying to throw in there. A little red herring. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you go on Brian Adams? I, would, I mean, I don't want to commit to that. Right. Got to commit to something. <laughs> no wonder no. last week's podcast was two hours and 14 minutes long. It's <laughs> waiting for you, Grace. All right. All right. I'm going. <laughs> Brian Adams. 
Oh, great. <laughs> Why'd you go with that? Uh, Danny, I've got a feeling. Uh, yeah. I've got a feeling I've remembered somewhere that Brian Adams is vegetarian. Oh, hey. Hey. So, so you think it's Brian Adams? Yeah. But okay. for the sake of... Uh, well, we'll have a tiebreaker, so, so don't... We'll have a tie break, so you don't need to go the same. You can take is it that to the you saying, Is that you saying Brian Adams is correct? I'm saying, I'm saying go with whatever the answer you want to I'm going with Brian Adams. Okay, I'm going with Brian Adams. Of course. Adam, what about you? See, you now I reckon, just based off this album, Kate Bush is a vegetarian. It's based off this album. Yeah, I thought that as well. It was so what? weird. Gotta be. So I'm, okay. I'm going Kate Bush. Ugh. It was Brian Adams. <laughs> is he a vegetarian? Do I know? don't know. I just found the quote and found it funny. Let me Google it. Ridiculous. Well, I'm currently doing that about Kate Bush. Oh, yeah, Bush he just switched is to a vegetarian. Yeah. No way. Oh, oh she's been outspoken about fair coats. It was a good thought, Adam. You were right. Thank you. But you still don't have a point. <laughs> no, you still <laughs> have a point. <laughs> I'll take, okay. I'll take a point. Thank you. I'll take and a here's, point. And here's the final one, if not the easiest one. So we might be going to the tiebreaker. Oh, no. I'm still going to get this Prepare one. to be inspired as balls. What's that? <laughs> Adam Courtney? What's that? Miley Cyrus? What's that? Pete Price? <laughs> it was Adam. Do you know what? I... Uh... <laughs> I am gonna cheat a little bit here and just go with the it's Adam because I, I didn't I didn't get that. You guys all seem to just. Be... Oh. Uh, Adam said it two uh, yes, weeks. Adam. Adam said it two weeks ago on the podcast. Just oh. to just to really... oh. It's not that. Sorry, Adam. Adam, Adam I thought you'd there though, Adam. Well, I am assuming, but I can also see. Yes, you could. I? I was like, oh, sorry. No, I mean, inspired by these wrecking balls. Um... But no, yeah, it was. It was it's not a clean sweep. That I said. Preceded by something that I assume yeah. was very inspiring. Yeah, yeah. So we well, were inspired as balls. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to the tiebreaker, right? The Adams are not a part of. Just to clarify, clarify. you do. It's, <laughs> I've got it's a point. Five, five, one. <laughs> Unlucky Grace. Unlucky Grace. <laughs> Catch up next time. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'm glad you okay. got that pity point. <laughs> okay, are you ready for the tiebreaker? Ready. Adam, I'm sorry that I've stitched you up here and stalked just everything that you're on, but um, Adam's first ever picture on Facebook was a picture of himself, but his second ever picture was a screenshot of his iPod Touch with a picture of Google Earth with the caption, why not? Yep. But what day, <laughs> but what day did Adam post what? that? Closest wins. What? Whoa. Is it like the year? No, the date. What was the social media platform? Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> the date is in like the day, the month, the year. Yes. I'm assuming we're yeah, getting you, closest you can't wins. win. Just to clarify, you can have an answer, but you can't win, Adam. Oh. <laughs> because because you didn't get five other points. So. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry, Adam. 
Seems a bit of an arbitrary rule. <laughs> the ties like between it. me and Dan, Adam, you know. Yeah, it, it is how. <laughs> I mean, it is how quizzes work. It's not like a tiebreaker. <laughs> it's all for it is you it. know. All right. Let's all play. Hey, I wouldn't know. I don't. I don't need tiebreakers. I win most of the time. So it's all good, then. Okay. Carry on. I'm gonna push you guys for an answer, but yeah. um, Grace. I'm gonna see it. I say that, and then you just sit in silence. But, you know. <laughs> the second <Great> portion <laughs> of May. The second of May, two thousand and eight. Okay. Two thousand and eight. Brilliant. We all know that Grace is pretty strong on um, dates, so as she thinks I'm three hundred <laughs> years old. So, <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Well. Ad, you definitely, <laughs> you left school the year before me, 2011. You definitely had the iPod Great Touch time. for two years before that, I think. And Facebook was just booming around that time. I'm going to go February 26th, 2009. Oh, wow, we. Wow. <laughs> can I have you my can. guess? Uh, so you haven't sure looked it up though, have you? Time, what? Good, good. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I, haven't. I was just looking at my time hop though, just in case it was going to come up. I'm pretty sure around this early part of the year on time hop, this comes up, along with a picture of Aerosmith. You're right. That me. is right. Uh, and a meme. And a meme about peanut butter jelly time or whatever. Um, I was a cool kid, <laughs> but I think I've had Facebook a lot longer than than two thousand. So this is only my second picture. Yeah. <sighs> well, you might have had Facebook and not posted pictures. Yeah, because boys don't post pictures. True, 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 true. true. And the the iPod Touch really did great, allow right? me to. <laughs> when did you get the iPod Touch? Oh, it's the thing. I had oh. more than one, and I say that because Ooh. I lost one. It just disappeared one day. Literally, it's oh, a running yeah. joke in our family. No idea where it is. It just disappeared. I think it fell in the bin. It fell out my top pocket of my... Uh, hey, guys, just on that, we um, had pizza yesterday and we realised that we threw our pizza cutters out with the pizza boxes. No. How, how crazy is that? Who does that? That's so sad. Really sad. <clears throat> you know what that is? That's baby with the backboards <laughs> and stuff. Throw out your pizza cutters <laughs> with your backs. I'll be throwing that anyway, out. Anyway, sorry, just a little bit yeah. of trivia. Um, I, I like that though. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say March. I'm gonna say March the twelfth. I'm gonna say March the twelfth in two thousand and eight. My goodness. Okay. Imagine if I got well, I'll tell you what. Month. You were right with the month, <gasps> and you were twelve days out, Adam. Uh, oh. And one oh. year. <laughs> oh. 2007. Well, it was 2009, and Dan wins yeah. the quiz. Oh, no way. Go on. <laughs> wow. Good job. Good what a special job. time. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> have, 
Have you ever heard Grace actually cheer someone winning the quiz? We must have special guests on, I'll tell you oh, what. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dan, well done. You know, you know Adam guys. better than that anyone. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. My heart's full. Okay. Wow. Well, any, any uh, winning declarations, Dan? Anything you want to say? Uh, I retire undefeated. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Quit while you're ahead. The right thing to do. Yeah. So I've never been beaten in an Alpha Benino podcast. Wow. And never will. But assuming I'll never get invited back. Yeah, Dan's banking on that he's not coming back. So right there. Oh, yeah. Well, brilliant. Guys, let's have the jingle as we go out. So good. Nice. Well done, Dan. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks we so we have a rule. You said, Dan, just the uh, the inner circle. Of Dan, Dan said before we started, do you have any rules, any like do's and don'ts of the podcast? And I forgot the only one was that, you know, we let the guest win the quiz every time. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm only joking. Uh, guys, do you, want to, uh, do you want to know what next week's albums are? Mm. So we're gonna listen to Jay Z, "Reasonable Doubt." Never know. We are. Oh, here we go. Some Grace, Grace is like <laughs> Beyonce or not, basically. <laughs> and we're gonna compare it to Demi Lovato's "Dancing with the Devil," the art oh. of starting over. Come on. And you know, there's been a bit of friction in the Elvenilo world, to be honest, because. You know, after we did the Jonas Brothers episodes, a few of our fans were not very happy with the way that we, uh, you know, covered the Jonas Brothers, and and just skipped the episode because they knew that we <laughs> we were going to do them bad. You know, just didn't just didn't even bother listening. And um, but um, but so the person who put this forward was Lydia, which is mine and Adam's sister, and she said, "I don't want you to talk about this album," and just so she's coming on and she's going to defend it. And she's going to talk about it with us, Come and on. she's going to take so another special. Guest? She's going to take us through it. So we've guest got three, guest, guys, three weeks in a row of special oh. guests. Back to back to back to back to back. And then Whoa. we're never doing it ever again. No. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so wonderful. So Lydia's on next week's uh, podcast, and she has already been on some of the social media stuff. And you know what? It, it'll be great to have her on. So another special guest. And uh, so they're the album. So listen along. If you're doing that with us, Dan, do you listen along? I don't want to put you on the spot, but do you uh, you just listen to the, <laughs> the episode. So. Well, it's on you. No, I'd, I mean, what listen along to the episodes or the no, song, the, 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 start, albums? the albums before you get there. No, I let you guys do that. Come on. <laughs> I let you guys do that for me. Fair enough. To be fair, like you've had fifty albums where you haven't rated them very highly. You know, that's true. We're saving, yeah. We're saving, yeah. You are saving it for me, yeah? 
Yeah, true. That's a good way I'll to do it. I'll never listen to that Who album again. Sorry, uh, again, I've never Don't listened to Don't go near it. Iggy Pop. I'll take you away for it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. We're, we're running a service here that no one knew they needed. <laughs> you know what I mean? You'd like to pay for this service. Uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's, there's only one more thing to do before we do a bit of an outro. Mm. And that's Adam, your weekly affirmation. Let's get into it. So we're going to just... I want you to take these down and say them to yourself that you are proud and strong. I want you to say to yourself that I create a safe and secure space for myself wherever I am. No one else does it. I do it myself. Dan's face I give is making myself this so permission. much better. <laughs> I give myself permission to do what is right for me. No, no one else. <laughs> for me. I am confident in my ability to, and then fill in the blank, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm confident in my ability. I use my time and talents to help others. I feel proud of myself whenever I do, and then fill in the blank. If you fill in the blank, I listen, listen to your intuition and trust your inner guide. And that's really the theme coming into this next week. Trust your inner, your inner guide, your inner self, or a higher power if that's what you're into. Not a problem. Each to their own. And uh, happy Ramadan to all the uh, to any Muslim followers that we've got. <laughs> Hope it's going well. No, it's important. It is important. Going well for it them. is important. But we've just got Don't very mock, Alan, no, we've just got very Alan Partridge very quickly. I like it. <laughs> Bit of like, have I missed? I didn't listen last week. <laughs> have I missed something big? Yeah, because that. Well, what it is, Dan, we're now a self help podcast. This <laughs> well, been about. The uh, week before, Dan, Adam said just very flippantly, you know what? I'll do a week, weekly affirmation. affirmation. Wow. And that's where. I think that's how I came across. And that's where the quote, prepare to be inspired as balls, came from. <laughs> okay. So, so then, last week, I was like, okay, great, Adam. A weekly quote from you. So, Asim, you seem prepared that week, though, this week? I did. There was many wow. websites <laughs> that I just pulled up <laughs> straight away. Amazing. But I believe them. Yeah. yeah. Create your own space. Yeah. Walk your own path. Happy Ramadan. Be safe. Oh, Happy Ramadan. Cool. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Amazing. If you have got this far, uh, why don't you give us a subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already? That'd be super helpful. You can follow us on Instagram at Elvinilo. I'm at Matt Courtney Music. Adam, your handle is? Uh, at Adam Courtney 95. Grace, yours is? At Grace underscore Salmons. Brilliant. And if people want to follow the original Vanilho, Dan, how could they do that? <laughs> what, what's your handle? Um, Dan underscore Latham. Come on. Give Dan a follow. And you can request to follow me. I may not accept. <laughs> I know. Oh, how A-list is that? You can request. But you can request, will it come yeah. True? You can fill out a form and uh, I'll get back to you. The, the blue check is not taken lately. <laughs> Amazing. So good. You can go and grab a T-shirt. We've still got 50% off on the site. Teespring, go and get it. Uh, please leave us a positive review. It helps people like you find the podcast. So that's really helpful. Hey, Dan, you left five stars. Come on. I did, mate. Come on. Appreciate that. Come on. <laughs> Just put a dad on the spot. <laughs> have you, have did, you listened mate, to the yeah. albums? <laughs> Great, brilliant. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, and the best way to spread the podcast is to tell your friends. Hey, Dan, ever told... No, I'm, just, I'm not going to tell. Ever told a friend? <laughs> 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 I tell you what, I haven't bought merch yet, you know. Oh. I, I know. Sinner. I have. Neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> What should I get? 
What do you recommend? What's the best thing? Grace, you're the... I mean, me and Adam mm. still haven't bought any either. So, Grace, you are the no. only one of us. Shell out. I don't want to stick it. Exactly. <laughs> this is a two-use set. I've been trying to tell him, Sam. Listen, li- listen to every episode and then come back to us, Grace. All right. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Look, Adam, Matt, if you guys don't believe in the product, in the brand, I definitely don't. You can't sell I a product. Do. You're not 100% investing. <laughs> Just no, a I... mug. Yeah. Just feel like a mug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, Grace, what's your hoodie like? The silkiest, smoothest piece of clothing I've ever wrapped around my bed. <laughs> you were gonna say boy then. I I saw that coming. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, I mean, this week, why don't we all get merch, you know? All do this together, mm. you know. Why not? Mm. Brilliant. So good. It's been a good week. Dan, thanks so much for coming. Guys, it's been uh, been a blast. So good. An absolute yeah, blast. Good Amazing. We'll have we'll have you on again soon. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Hey Dan, you don't have to, you know, if you're not up for it. <laughs> no, I want him. I want him. I want him, honestly. Tell you what, forget listeners. We can't even get guests who want to come back. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, look, you ask me, I'll be there, Matt. Wow. Amazing. All right. Great commitment. Really? From the big guy. I'll be there. Learn Great from that, Grace, all right? You know. A Beatles album, preferably. Well, we gave you the choice and you chose Kate Bush, which was a shock to us, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I just went down the middle, but there was no Beatles ones in the next 10. Yeah, well. So you know. I just uh, was like. Yeah. Kate will do. That's it. Kate Bush. <laughs> Keeping Kate. <laughs> Can't get Macca. I love Kate Bush. There we go. Sounds good. That's it. That's it, mate. Brilliant. Good stuff. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you again next week. See you soon. Bye. See ya. See ya.